0: Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening, Radio Islam family. You are listening to, obviously, Radio Islam. And we are broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM. And if you should happen to be listening, on the internet. You are listening to our live stream at www.wcev1450.com. We are a live call-in talk program, and we air every day from 6 to 7 p.m. on the station that I just mentioned, WCEV 1450, and we are in the central time zone broadcasting to you live from Chicago, Illinois. So we are extremely happy to have you with us and we ask that for those of you who are on social media to take a moment and to go ahead and like our pages on facebook instagram and twitter i'm gonna just go ahead and throw out a few things about instagram and twitter so it's the same username and that's at radio Islam USA, at radio Islam usa and our Facebook page, it's also at Radio Slam USA. But I wanted to take a second to just di- uh, differentiate one thing about that. And that that thing is, that page is open. We keep that page open during our broadcast. And it is open so that we can connect with you, our Radio Slam family, the listeners, you. That's right, you. So if you've got a comment, a question, anything that you would like to interject, that you'd like to have us to uh, put into the conversation, whatever's going on, we try to make sure that we keep that platform open and available for you. So it is Wednesday and Wednesday is what's up Wednesday. And that's a day where we get to talk a little bit about the things that are going on, particularly those things uh, that are taking place in the Chicagoland area. And we will also dabble into some of the national things as well. But It's a great day. Um, I think the older I get, the the quicker time seems to move, uh, seems to go by. And I think, well, I don't know. I guess the older you get, you just pay more attention. You're not really as as cognizant. You don't really pay as much attention when you're younger. But time starts to move on you, and You look up, it's Wednesday, and it'll be next Wednesday before we know it. So let's make sure we're being grateful and thankful, appreciative for the day that we have. For those of you who are driving, we pray that your drive is nice and easy for you. And if you are stuck in traffic, we're going to try to make this a, a good hour for you. So i want to start out with a joke. Now, I don't normally make my own jokes up. I normally like to read a joke that somebody's already done. That way, if the joke bombs, I can just blame them, right? But, so I'm going to have to take responsibility for the joke that I'm about to give you. So this is something that I think my Chicago people... Actually, I think any Muslim community in particular, right? So this one, we know we've got a a diverse listening audience, but this one I think is going to resonate in particular with uh, with our Muslim family. And here's a joke. So why are so many Muslims doctors, lawyers, and engineers? I'm actually sitting here waiting for somebody to say why. Somebody, give me a why. No, <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna say it again. Why are so many do- why so many Muslims doctors, lawyers, engineers? Why? So they can pay for all the fundraisers they have to go to from <laughs> from from October through December. So uh, this is this is fundraising season, uh, and I'm actually joined. Uh, in studio right now by the executive director of the council of islamic organizations of greater chicago abdullah mitchell and uh why not you pull that on up all right
1: asalaam <laughs> alaikum
0: it's good to have you with us
1: well i'm glad to be here
0: yeah so uh there there's some truth in that in that joke well um well, there's
1: a lot of truth in that joke, and I hope a lot of those people are listening to you right now because uh, it is
0: the season to give. That's right. That's right. And I'm really, I'm honestly, uh, and I mean this with all sincerity. I'm really proud to be a part of this community uh, that does so much uh, for not not just itself, but does so much for the communities that is situated within. Uh, that's active with uh, within uh, interfaith activities politically uh that is championing social uh, social justice causes uh that is that is being uh relevant that's using this voice to to advance uh freedom justice and equality so when it comes to this time of year you know you you, you have to step up and say well I, i've got to do what i can to help uh these organizations continue to do what they do
1: and uh being one of those organizations, the Council of Islamic Organizations of Greater Chicago, we appreciate uh, being given the opportunity to uh, give voice to our, our 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 mission and our activities, as well as our call for help from the Muslim community as a whole. Yes, um, some of the points you just t- touched on um, are, are quite relevant for us. And, and as recently as today, we are one of uh, a dozen organizations that uh, participated in a rally today at uh, O'Hare International Airport protesting the uh, imposition of President Trump's recent travel ban. Uh, it's already been under attack. The three different courts have in- issued varying uh, levels of injunctions against its implementation. Mm-hmm. But once again, it's important that we call it uh, the attention of the community, not only the Muslim community, but the, the greater community of, of, of these uh, acts, and, well, we, as we consider uh, acts infringing on our basic rights of, of, of uh, civil rights and freedom of movement. Mm-hmm. And unless we stay active, keep that, uh, that, that message in front of the people, we're apt to lose these rights. Not only in, although these currently have the impact on the Muslim community, but there is it was as we saw, it was just a matter of a changing of the, the words on a piece of paper called an executive order and now extended to two other countries, that being uh, Venezuela and North Korea. And, that, oh. and from our side of the glass, that was merely to uh, a thin veil frame to keep the essence of what this uh, executive order is about. In, in terms of having a discriminatory, adverse impact on the Muslim community as a whole.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think these types of uh, rallies, uh, anytime that we're able to bring attention, uh, the public's attention to, uh, to these efforts to, to minimize, to marginalize, and demonize uh, segments of our community, I think that these are to be not just applauded but supported.
1: No question, and even, <clears throat> it's funny, you should raise it. I had a conversation with one of the demonstrators today, and we were debating uh, or discussing uh-huh. the, the utilities of rallies, and you, you, sometimes you think your voice is not being heard. But on the contrary, when you look at examples throughout the world, uh-huh. uh, whether we're talking uh, about Tiananmen Square in China, or Arab Springs throughout uh, 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 North Africa and, and Middle East, as people begin to bring their voices together, the government must listen. Absolutely. And with that, change can come. And that's why it is so important that as a community we remain vigilant mm-hmm. and active and participate in these processes.
0: Yes. And what a lot of what a lot of people may not recognize is the amount of commitment. Uh, the amount of time uh, and and mental and spiritual energy that it takes to commit oneself to these, uh, to, to fighting against, to protesting against uh, these encroachments on our human dignity. Uh, you know, because the rally is, is one thing, right? But to see that there is work that goes on behind the rally, uh, the, the in-between work, the, the, the stuff that, that, does, that doesn't get on television, uh, the gritty work, <laughs> you know,
1: there's there's no question. And and oftentimes and and once again, it uh, it's uh, another reason to give thanks for being me out know, being allowed to come here today, because a lot of people don't understand or don't see. I shouldn't say donors don't don't see mm-hmm. the effort that it takes to do some of these things right, right mm-hmm. now. Um, we the Council of Islamic Organizations is involved. In an effort with a number of other partner organizations that are looking to uh, lobby for two bills, one that has a direct impact in the Muslim community, and that's uh, asking for a resolution that there be that Illinois, the state of Illinois, not participate in any registry of citizens. Right. Um, this was part of the legislative agenda for the Muslim community this year. Unfortunately, it didn't pass, but we are not letting it die. It is coming back, and we hope to bring first starting with a resolution and then in the spring session bring forth legislation that this become public policy of the state of Illinois, that it as a state will not permit uh, participate in the implementation of any registry. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, if we look at the history, we don't have to go very far back. We only need to go back to World War II Yes. and see – how registry and travel bans not only uh, uh, affected uh Japanese Americans as well as those that sought to immigrate from uh Eastern Europe and Germany those being Jews attempting to immigrate here and being barred so we all collectively must remain vigilant in in working against these these kinds of acts that are perpetrated a lot of times based on ignorance, a lack of knowledge of who people are. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back to, well, I guess what led this particular question, the, the time behind the scenes, just participating in this involves meetings, constant meetings with groups trying to forge consensus, trying to forge a platform. Then, then, the, af- then the effort switches to actually taking it to the streets, taking it to the legislatures to bring about the change that benefits our community.
0: Absolutely. And um, I would also I would urge uh, Radio Slime family, I would urge you all who are in the uh, who are listening through the through the tower. That means that I know that you would fall under the uh, that you can send a email, you can make a phone call, send a tweet or put a Facebook post up on your uh, elected officials uh, page uh, expressing that exact uh, same sentiment. Uh, that Brother Abdullah just mentioned, that we are not in favor of, that we are against uh, any registry, any attempt to form a registry. So that's the part, that's the part that we can play as individuals. Uh, That's how we can support the organizations uh, and the individuals that take the lead to make sure that these type of rallies take place and uh, that draw attention to these things. We can't make the rally, that's fine, but there are things that we can do to support uh, that that type of effort,
1: no question, and it, it's needed and appreciated. And and once again, this this is one avenue, one thing. I let me just finish out the point that I was making because mm-hmm. this legislative uh, effort that that we're making, a rallying effort that we're making down and uh, looking to make uh, next week in Springfield, not only involves members of the Muslim community, but involves members of other communities, particularly the the. Uh, Hispanic Latino community, because there is another uh, item that's on the agenda, and that's called the Voices Act. And basically what it's designed to do is to protect those undocumented immigrants who are victims of crime, particularly domestic abuse, mm-hmm. that they that the law enforcement authorities of the state of Illinois uh, work with them, give them the necessary certifications so they can secure... Uh, visa benefits that permits them to cooperate with the police because fundamentally there a number of individuals there they live in fear because i'm that person can be a victim of domestic abuse and realize if they're reported they would be deported if they're that that the, the uh let's say that abusing spouse gets deported and then they get deported. Then they're going from the pot to the frying pan. So these are important issues, not for all citizens of Illinois. And that's one of the avenues that uh, the council is trying to strengthen this relationship with other organizations to advance common interests that we all have living as citizens in the state of
0: Illinois. So what I hear is a common, common thread for all of these, all of these efforts Uh, I, I hear two words, human dignity, uh, human dignity, uh, the preservation of human dignity. Uh, it, it is not its not about necessarily any particular demographic, but just that common core uh, of, of having uh, respect and freedom, uh, independence and liberty that, that joins us all.
1: Uh, you know, Tariq, and when we start talking about human dignity, like I said, when we're working for that, it it's not like it's not a, it's not something uh, that that's a profit and loss you you don't earn dollars and cents from doing this it doesn't show right. something tangible when you're fighting for someone's right to be uh, to be free for fear to report crimes right. to be free of fear of having to register uh just based on your religion or your eth- ethnicity these things uh, are intangible we can't touch but they're so important to the quality of life for all of us because to the extent there's an infraction or pushback on one of us, it, what, it really amounts to uh, pushback or infraction on all of us. And that's why it's so important that the Muslims and all your listening audience join in. And we would ask them to support these efforts, and more particularly since it's fundraising season, <laughs> we have a fundraiser coming up uh, on November 4th at right. Shalimar Banquets in Addison, Illinois. It's our annual dinner, Uh, and what makes us more significant, this is our 25th anniversary. 25 years uh, the council has been in existence uh, performing these works, acting as a federation, trying to and working hard to give voice to the Muslim community here in the greater Chicagoland area. Mm -hmm. So we would ask uh, your your, uh, listening audience, uh, mark that day on your calendar, come out, hear what, We have to say it's almost like our state of the state of the union address, state of the federation (laughs) address, to kind of assess and let our community know what has happened during the last twelve months and what our vision is for the coming uh, coming year. Uh Uh, This year, uh, we have a keynote speaker. Her name is Dolly Mogahed. She is a preeminent researcher and. student and scholar of the american muslim community and she's going to be present to give her insights on issues that are confronting the muslim community and ways that we can best address these as citizens of this country
0: that sounds awesome that sounds awesome uh and who's your entertainment because i know we we always have to have some entertainment
1: well, I was hoping to borrow a couple of your jokes, and then if I just, <laughs> I'll no, interject those as time come in. It's going to be well, a short night. But then listen that first joke. I don't know. Maybe i have to find a new source. <laughs>
0: it's going to be a short night <laughs> if you're trying to
1: use my jokes. Uh, well, you know, um, I, I, though entertainment, but I would hope that uh, we believe that as uh, people have an opportunity to actually listen, to our keynote speaker, yes, that will rivet their attention Absolutely. because it's it's addressing the very issues that we're discussing now, some of the problems we're confronting as a community, mm-hmm. and really begin to give us further insights and in ways that we can, as like I said come together and address these these problems as citizens, as human beings pushing for human dignity.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I definitely plan on being in, in attendance and uh, we'll be listening uh, and and taking copious notes.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> and then look back in your joke bag and find a couple good ones and bring those with you.
0: <laughs> I'll try to. Well, um, we really appreciate you being here with us. Uh, well, and you, you're welcome to stay. But if you got to run, we understand.
1: Well, I understand. I, I thank you and appreciate uh, you giving uh, me and our organization, the audience to reach out to your listening audience and once again I would encourage you all, please come join us on November fourth, Shalomar Banquets in Addison, Illinois. The the program starts at six PM. It promises to be a celebratory event and informative for all those who attend.
0: Where can they get tickets at?
1: They can get tickets, thank you. On, on our website, uh through Eventbrite. Our website is ww Um there uh you can call our office. Our office number is area code three one two five oh six zero zero seven zero. Um and uh or you know if you can uh, Contact the leadership at your local masjid because we have uh, many members of our community uh, selling the tickets as well.
0: All right. Masjid al tarq is one of them.
1: Without a doubt.
0: All right. Well, I thank you so much again. Uh, and we look forward to uh, we look forward to seeing you at the event.
1: Look forward to seeing you, and I'm I'm hoping I'm going <laughs> to get a couple of chuckles from your jokes. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, Radio Slime family, we're going to take a short break. You are listening to Radio Slime on WCEV 1450, streaming live at www.wcev1450.com, and I'm your host Tariq Kellamain. We'll be right back in a moment. <laughs> Need help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I’m still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created AARP.org caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit AARP.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov/business. forward Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Assalamu alaikum. On November 12th, Radio Islam will be hosting a benefit dinner held at Ashton Place in Willowbrook, Illinois. Our keynote speaker is Professor John Esposito, a longstanding ally of the Muslim community will also feature an exhibit by the late Jack Shaheen. Tickets are on sale now at Eventbrite.com. Radio Islam is the first live daily radio show by Muslims. People are always talking about Muslims. It's time we talk back. Radio Islam, the nation's first daily live call and talk radio show produced by Muslims for the mainstream market radio islam on the air since 2004 because of your generosity radio islam salutes its most valuable asset you our listener from our producers to our interns we appreciate your support thank you you Welcome back. Welcome back, Radio Islam family. As-salamu alaykum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. It is What's Up Wednesday. You are listening to Radio Islam at WCEV 1450 AM. And if you are streaming, you are streaming on www.wcev1450.com. If you'd like to give us a call and tell us what's up on this What's Up Wednesday, give us a call at 312-750-1178. That's three one two seven five zero one one seven eight, and of course our Facebook page at Radio Islam USA is open, and we are taking a peek at it every so often to see if you have a comment or a question that you would like to present for us uh, for the evening. So we're about halfway through our uh, through our time together, and it is amazing. You know, I don't want to keep talking about time, but you know it 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 seems to be that thing that just grabs my attention uh more and more just how quickly it goes by but uh i mentioned earlier that i am that i'm really proud um and i don't want you know like indulge in, in pride right but i feel really blessed i think that's probably that that's a better way to put it i feel really blessed to be a part of the uh of the faith community uh as a muslim but also as a as a member of a community that, is, that has dedicated itself to the betterment um, of society by upholding the highest principles uh, of its faith. Uh, and whether that be Muslim, uh, Christian, uh, Jew, you know, whatever the faith tradition is, I feel a, a real sense of, of, of gratitude for being uh, allowed to, to be uh, in the space that I am in uh, right now. So earlier today, as a matter of fact, I had an opportunity to uh, visit with some friends uh, and, and put some work in at the same time. Uh, one of the organizations, one of the many organizations that we have in Chicago that just really embody the spirit, um, the spirit of, uh, of service, they embody the spirit of of activism, and those are my friends over at Arab American family services so uh, I got a a second to to spend a little time with them this morning uh they're doing some great things over there uh they should be if you're in the area if you're one of their clients you'll most likely will be uh receiving or they'll be passing out uh lamb and uh you know it was it was just a great it was a great way to spend the morning, uh, and at the end of it, you know, I got a chance to see some uh, some, some some friends in the in in the struggle. So uh, that's just one of the one of the organizations, you know, Arab American, Arab American Family Services, uh, that just continues to do such a, a phenomenal uh, job for uh, for its constituency, uh, for the folks that are able to come and find relief uh, in their doors and in their care. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'll be talking about this a little bit later on because I don't have the exact date. But if you're on Facebook, I I urge you also to look them up on your uh, on Facebook. And they've got an event coming up, which is a domestic violence uh, run. I believe it's a domestic violence run, uh, which is a, you know, I think the more awareness that we can bring to this blight, uh, this moral blight. Uh, that exist in our society, and often it exists, uh, and we, we turn our heads, you know, uh, sometimes knowingly and sometimes we just choose not to ask uh, particular questions or we, we choose to overlook, um, you know, the fact that that is there. So I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm happy to see that they are uh, doing, uh, that they are doing this uh, this run, uh, and I believe it's, it's, it's not too far away. But if you're on Facebook, check their page out and you'll get all the information that you need. And hopefully I'll be able to get uh, I'll be able to get um, some of the folks over here so we can you know talk about what they're doing, uh, because it's not uh, it's not about, you know, it's not it's not all, it's not all glitz and glamour. What I alluded to earlier uh, to uh, to Brother Abdullah, was that, you know, the, the gritty work, you know, the day-to-day work that's required for these organizations uh, around Chicago, around the country, around the world for that matter, that are, that have dedicated themselves, that have made their mission, you know, serving others, you know, providing relief, uh, you know, giving voice to those whose voices have been taken from them, that is, it is, it is difficult uh, it's rewarding, but it is time consuming and it can be quite draining. So Radio Slime family, for those of you who were who have listened when uh, we've had conversations with a couple of uh, public servants, public officials, uh, a few days ago, Monday, we spoke with Caumet City Clerk Inyota Figs, who also serves as their uh, the president of the uh, Calumet Memorial Park District. And we had an opportunity to speak with Cook County State's Attorney Kimberly Fox maybe a month or so ago. And I asked them both the same question. And that question was, how do you maintain balance, you know, in positions where so much is, is required of you? Now, we're not talking about uh, elected officials all the time, but the, the spirit holds true whether you're an elected official whether you're working in an NGO, whether you're working in a, uh, you know, your, your garden variety, if you will, nonprofit organization that's providing community service, that's engaged in community development, uh, whatever it is, there's a, in order for you to be effective, it has to be a part, that mission has to be a part of your, almost like a part of your DNA. You know, there has to be a commitment to it, But that commitment comes uh, at a cost and uh, I shouldn't say a cost. That's not the right. That's not the right phrasing. But that commitment, there is a there's a need that will arise uh, where you have to recharge. You have to replenish. So I asked both of those elected officials about balance. And I I mentioned that because we're talking about the uh, the work that nobody sees. Right. the, the nitty gritty, the the relationship building, you know, the phone calls, the meetings, you know, the planning sessions, um, the, you know, these things. They're not it's not the finished product. And that's one of the things that I that I notice and I'm sure you all notice as well. Uh, and that is you can turn on the television at any time and see a finished product, you know you can see the finished product, whether it's a sporting event, right you see the game, see the game going on you're not watching the thousands and thousands of hours of practice that each of those individuals have have invested so that they can perform on on game night you know that's that's not we don't watch practice, we watch the 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 finished product. We're watching a movie or, uh, you know, you're looking at a movie, you know, with your, your favorite, you know, actor or actress. We're not watching the outtakes. We're not watching the setup for the for the scenes. We're not watching location scouting. We're not watching, you know, writer's sessions and script development. We're not watching contractual negotiations between you know, the, the producers and the, the, the writers and the actors, you know, there's a hundred things or a thousand things that go into that finished product that we don't see. But we are conditioned and there's an expectation that we when we turn the television on that we're going to see a finished product and we'll enjoy that finished product. But when it comes to real life, and, and, and service and these organizations that we depend on, these organizations that um, organizations like care, you know, for which, um, you know, many across the across the country have used the the platform, have used the, the service, the expertise, they've used the voice of care, you know, to give them a voice to for them to find uh, to find uh, s- some justice, to find some some restitution, but those organizations, there's preparation, there's groundwork, there are meetings, there are mission statements, there are vision boards. There's you know there's 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 fundraising. There's there's all types of relationship building and 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 energy that goes into sustaining. And, and that goes into them being ready to provide service to rise to the occasion when they're called upon that we don't see. We just see the finished product organization like CIOGC to be more specific. Uh, I should not say specific, but to be more uh, just in, in line with, you know, because we, because we had them in the in the studio just a minute ago. An organization like CIOGC. And what's funny about the the CIOGC for any for, for my African-American listeners, um, uh, Muslim listen, listeners in particular, when we hear CIOGC, you automatically think of C-I, uh, C-O-G-I-C, right? So C-O-G-I-C is Church of God in Christ. So even, even now, if I'm talking to some, uh, African-American Muslims and I say CIOGC, or they repeat it back and it comes out C-O-G-I-C, uh, you know, um, one of those, one of those things, you know, I guess you got to be there to really appreciate it. <laughs> but see uh, you you know, they've been around for 25 years. You know, and they have they have embarked on a uh, they've taken on a mission that is not an easy mission, you know, to represent such a a broad and a diverse uh, constituency to bring to thread that group, bring them together. Under, under an umbrella that uh, maximizes uh, their potential voice and their uh, effectiveness, you know, and not just for the sake of the individual, but for the, for the betterment of society. So uh, Brother Abdullah mentioned, you know, the coalition building that is taking place now that CLGC is engaged in. And that's, that's a, a wonderful thing. Um, to see, because one of the things that as one of the things that I see is that it is very easy to retreat into your own corner where you feel like you have control, where you don't have to compromise, where you don't have to have discussions that are uncomfortable. It's very easy to retreat into your own corner. But I applaud all of those all of those organizations like CIOGC, like CARE, like AEFS. Like bridging the gap, like Iman, you know, and many others. I applaud those organizations that make it a point to have those conversations that may be uncomfortable uh, at first, but the product of those conversations uh, they make us more comfortable. You know, they allow us to see each other, you know, in a in a in a better in a better light. Uh, we begin to see that our, our commonalities are much more they're much more uh much more numerous than the points where we where we disagree upon so i'm 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 tremendously happy uh and and grateful to be in the position uh to be in the the city that i'm in with such you know remarkable uh with, with such remarkable uh social um, not just activists, but servant leaders, and also once again, I'm going to give another big shout out to uh, to our brother Dr. Rami Nashashibi, who was uh, a recipient of the MacArthur um, Foundations' uh, the Genius Grant, uh, and we realized that you know that that is a, certainly a testament to to his uh, leadership, but it is also a testament to the uh, to the efficacy, to the uh relevancy, uh and the importance of the work and um just the spirit of, of 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 Iman and and how they operate uh and what they've done. So uh, you know, once again, congratulations uh again, you know, uh keep up the the phenomenal work uh that you all are doing there. Um uh, so it is still what's up Wednesday so I have to also share Uh, In this time, where, you know, like I said, this is where you got to, you know, break out your checkbooks because the people that do the work, this is where you are needed. You're needed to to show up, to support. Uh, There's another event, and this one is going to be really nice for you. Now, this is actually on the same day as Radio Islam's uh, dinner, okay? But it's earlier, so you can stop in for a minute, and it's a free event. All right, it's a free event and this is going to be at American Islamic College. I think it's a uh, 640 West 640 Irving Park. It's it's uh, right off of Lakeshore Drive, right off of Irving uh on the Irving Park uh, exit. And it is going to be a a celebration of uh uh recently uh recently passed um uh Professor Sharif Bassioni. Now, Many of you may know about him and some of you, you know, may not. But this, for those who are, uh, who have engaged in any form of social, of social activism, uh, he is somebody that you definitely want to know more about. For anybody who has paid attention to the, uh, to any type of ethnic strife, uh, genocides, things of that nature, uh, that have taken place around the world. He is definitely somebody that you want to acquaint yourself with. His work, uh, as a matter of fact, those who are, who are in any form of, uh, you know, that have gone through uh, law school, uh, his work, uh, and I have, I'm not, I'm not one of those people, um, but his work is, is is seminal work. It's work that you are going to to research. You're gonna you're gonna study and it is often cited, he is referred to as the father of international criminal law. Um, And the work that he did was, uh, it was absolutely, uh, it's mind boggling to to think of one person taking on the, the the type of the responsibility uh, that he did putting on his own shoulders. um, Not, you know, not taking uh, an out or taking taking time off worrying about, you know, his own personal safety, but the work that he did in particular, you know, with bringing uh, Slobodan Milosevic uh, to justice uh, was, you know, it was, it was of unparalleled uh, magnitude. So, uh, but his work extended uh, to many other, to many other places uh, as well. So there's going to be a a memorial and a celebration uh, of him, they're going to be uh, speakers. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and give this a shout out again uh, tomorrow, and I'm going to give you all the exact. I'm going to give you all the exact information. As a matter of fact, what we'll do is I'll try to get the uh, flyer and, and and share that with you for those of you who have liked the Facebook page. I try to go ahead and put that up on our Facebook page for you as well. So, uh, but that will be Sunday from one to not one from two to five now like I said you stop in for a couple hours and make sure that you're out because we want to see you on November 12th that same day out in Willowbrook at Ashton Place for the Radio Islam fundraiser okay now our fundraiser well, I think I did mention that the, the memorial for uh, for Professor Sharif Bassiuni that is free that's no charge okay, so you just gotta you just have to get there, right so if you got gas money, you're in right just get there, show up, and um we've got some phenomenal some phenomenal speakers. I wish I had the flyer in front of me right now, but I'm not a person i'm gonna share this with you all. I'm not a person who multitasks uh very well at times, so like I can talk or read I'm not gonna do both right so So for me to try to find this right now, uh, we'll just have a bunch of dead air or a lot of fumbling. So we're going to save ourselves that awkwardness. And I'll just bring it up for you tomorrow, inshallah, with God's permission. So that's a free event. Now, on that same day, as I said, 5 p.m., we're actually going to be getting together. We're going to kick everything off with Margaret prayer. That's the sunset prayer. And uh, that's going to be at Ashton Ashton Place in Willowbrook, and after prayer, dinner will be served at five p.m. Um, and we've got some. I mean, it's not often that you get to come to to support uh, the work of um, that you get that you get to pay for one ticket, right? And that one ticket gets to gives you four different things that really could have stood on their own. So what you're going to be able uh, to get, what you can expect when you come out there, and we will be looking for you, right? Because because, quite frankly, Raider Slam Family, we need your support, right? But before I get off, you know, before I get sidetracked, let me just tell you what you're getting. So what we are doing, one of the things that we're doing is we are launching a uh, first-of-its-kind, a... Muslim crisis text line. So this line what this does uh we understand the the time that we're in right now our young people in particular there's not like it was for those of you uh who are you know my age you know mid 40s 50s you know whatever uh early 40s you know the Gen Xers and such we used to make phone calls uh our youth today don't make phone calls they text each other you know my I've, I've got three girls and I don't think I. I don't think I ever hear them talking. Well, they may FaceTime somebody every now and again, but texting, right? That's how our generation. That's how our society has moved to. Uh, as a matter of fact, I now, you know, because I, I roll with the times. You know, I still think I'm young, so we we text now, and this crisis text line is designed to meet people where they are, uh, where they are, uh, and it's it, it's a way for people who may be. Uh, You know, they might find themselves in a bad emotional spot and they can text, you know, whatever the number is, you know, and and, and they can have uh, someone who is uh, responsive, who has uh, a a better feel or understanding of of where they might be coming from on the other end. And they're able to text them back and and hopefully give them some some comfort uh, and, and provide some 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 steady some steadiness in in a time of uh, maybe maybe disorientation so that's one of the things you're going to get right so we're going to launch that text line that night the next thing that you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to look at uh, an art exhibit a for arab excuse me uh, which was done by the late dr jack shaheen now i believe he was of lebanese ancestry right but he he became a staunch uh, opponent of stereotyping, uh, of media stereotyping, uh, particularly in Hollywood, of Arabs. And, you know, I, I think uh, in something I read, he began it because his, I think it was his daughter uh, who asked him, made a comment to, it basically intimated that, why are we always, or why are the Arabs always, you know, Uh, bad guys or or something but it was a negative stereotype and he began to look into it and his activism was born out of that born out of the the perception that his child had had picked up you know from the media and i think that's a that's a wonderful that's a wonderful reminder for us to engage our children because they see things in ways that sometimes we miss, because you know we become desensitized, the older we get the more accustomed uh, or the more our engagement with maybe negative aspects of society becomes habit, we begin to 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 forget those things we don't we don't see them the same and and sometimes it takes a child to to pull our coat and help us see those things so um, he began a campaign of of, of of direct activism, uh, and he used art to to show how how Hollywood was misrepresenting um, the Arab, and uh, it's a it's a phenomenal exhibit, and we have secured that, and it will be there for your perusal, for you to look at, uh, and to just and, and to appreciate the time and the eye and the energy that went into making that happen, so. Uh, That's the second thing. Third thing is uh, we are going to be honoring Professor John Esposito. Right. And he has been a staunch ally. Uh, And you're going to hear that again and again. But you have to appreciate those people. Uh, Your friends are not those people who smile in your face, who say nice things to you when you are with them. Your real friends are those who speak up for you when you are gone, when you are not in the room. And he has been one of those individuals for decades. And he's written more books about Islam, about Muslims than probably um, there are probably not many Muslims who have written more books than he has. Uh, And he's, you know, he is uh, he's just a a phenomenal uh, blessing uh, to have someone uh, to have people like that who will who will speak well of you when you're not in the room uh, when they're the only one in the room with others who might not have a clear picture of who you are, or who would like to paint you uh, with strokes that just you know that make you look uh, other than uh, who you really are. So we're going to be honoring uh, Professor John Esposito, and he will also be our keynote speaker. Now the last thing that your your presence there is going to uh, going to be doing is that as Radio Islam uh, continues to grow, right? We are the nation's only live call in. Uh, talk program Uh, and we talk about just about you know we we talk about a wide variety of things we've had some you know we've had Nobel laureates we've had uh, ambassadors we've had gardeners we've had uh, clerks we've had athletes and comedians and artists we've had just about everybody on here right because there is no one particular um, there's no one particular strain Uh, one particular occupation or vocation that represents who we are. We are just as diverse as the society that we live in uh, is. And we look to reflect that in our programming, in our conversations. So your presence is going to help us to continue to expand uh, and to strengthen our programming. Uh, We've mentioned before we've got the Friday Night Artist Profile. That is one thing that we're really excited about. Uh, to see how that's going to develop, and uh, there's some some great things in future uh, in store for us in the future, inshallah, with God's permission and God's help. So we are uh, we're just really we're just really pleased, and once again, really grateful for the opportunity that we have to to give voice to the Muslim community uh, in, in ways that reflects its diversity, its complexity. And to do it in a way that also recognizes that we have a non-Muslim. We have non-Muslims that listen to us as well. So that hopefully what you understand is that there's very little difference in our core values. There is no difference in our core values, the things that we hold dear and the things that you hold dear. And uh, and in that, we begin our conversations. The differences begin to fade away and our conversations uh they began to center around our common concerns. Uh, and that is what pushes us forward as a, uh, as a community, as, as a nation, uh, as a union. So we're, we're really just uh, really excited about that. Uh, and you know what? So I'm going to step off of the Radio Islam, uh event. So that's basically everything for the Radio Islam event on November 12th. And I'm going to give a plug once again, because I mentioned to you all that there is a play. So I'm the Imam of Masjid uh, Ataqwa. We're on the southeast side of Chicago and we have a theater arts uh, ensemble and we are having a play. Our theater arts ensemble, Taqua Theater Arts Ensemble, is is uh, performing the original stage play entitled In Spite Of on November 11th at the Chicago State Breaky uh, Theater at 6 p.m. And you can go to Eventbrite and just type in "In spite of," and you can get your tickets. So get your tickets. Come on out. I would love to uh, to, to talk with you afterwards because I've got I've got a part in the play at the very end. Uh, I forget what my, I think I'm Mr. Gordon, right? So, but everybody else does a heavy lifting. They gave me a really small part because they know I'm not going to memorize any lines. So, poor me. But anyway, uh, it has been a it's been a pleasure always to spend this hour with you. Hope that. Uh, that if you are driving, you made it where you're going safely. And um, we look forward to talking to you uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night. We've got Dr. Lionel Allen in with us. Uh, he is the chief academic officer of urban prep uh, schools here in Chicago. And we're looking forward to a, a, a really good conversation uh, with him. So our engineer for tonight. Has been Leonard. Thank you so much, Leonard. Our engineer on the boards here, Ibrahim Beg. I am your host and producer, Tariq Alamine. Our guest earlier on was Abdullah uh, Mitchell. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. The uh, the views of the host and guests are theirs and theirs alone, and not to be attributed to Sound Vision. Uh, we look forward to talking with you guys tomorrow. And I am going to leave you as I greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.